I act like the announcement, Alan Smith, where we book with Suriz yesterday's uh, presence or not for um, Thursday, March 24th. So, um, obviously, he was travelling quite a long uh, part of the day yesterday for um, Edinburgh, or Tefo Aventura, and then uh, managed to grab the last PJ at Edinburgh Airport. So, I reckon if I was more surprised, me or the money, if I was able to sell it. But anyway, yeah, just a couple of stories out of there yesterday, and um, try and catch up with some of their papers um, as the time goes on here. Um, so the front page of paper yesterday was um, scheming doctors safe in USA with the hospitals 150 grand. Um, the NHS will remain almost 150,000 pounds out of pocket if the prosecutors declined to take action against a doctor who falsified timesheets to boost his salary. Um, Dr. Odianson Orifalo, um, Orialfo, or something like that anyway, was um, working at Dr. Gray's Hospital in Elgin and racked up tens of thousands of pounds before health chiefs caught on. The General Medical Council, where he, which has erased his name from the medical register, discovered he would have been working impossible 26-hour days for months to accumulate such wages. Um, but he fled to the USA after being asked to account for his actions, abandoning the Murray Hospital mid-shift and disappearing. Um, it was five years before the medic was finally tracked down to a new home in Baltimore, Maryland, um, NHS Grampian has never recovered only the £146,237 falsely claimed. Uh, the Procurator for Scott has been investigating whether a criminal case should be brought, but has now decided there will be no proceedings taken at this time. Um, Oriafo uh, was not present when he was struck off, so... My God almighty, it's alright, uh, good work if you can get it, I suppose, but surely somebody would, along the line, somewhere would have realised that, um, you know, it's only 24 hours in a day, and if he was working 26, why was he finding extra time with them? Um, anyway, there's, um, there's somebody up for something. Now, here is a rejection of $1 million donation dismays oil firm. So, uh, workers for a northeast oil and gas firm are shocked and dismayed after their $1 million donation for Ukraine was rejected. Save the Children refused the cash from Neptune Energy as the charity is committed to working on climate change issues. The North Sea producer instead donated $2 million to the International Committee of the Red Cross and the International Rescue Committee. Um, Neptune Energy sent a letter, seen by our sister publication Energy Voice, saying the charity had been short-sighted and extreme in the refusal of the donation. The letter claims uh, shocked and dismayed staff were wondering whether their own personal donations will no longer be welcomed by Save the Children. A spokesman for Save the Children said, We decided earlier this month that we would stop taking donations as soon as possible, from companies whose core business is in fossil fuels. The only exceptions during a transitional period before this policy comes into force would be a large donation to a flexible children's emergency fund, as this could be used for a crisis in a crisis for which relatively little money is available, such as in the Horn of Africa. The charity's board includes Vice Chairman and PwC partner Richard Winter, which advises oil and gas firms, as well as Anne Fahey, who worked at BP for 27 years. So. Um, well, Craigie had his, um, a fasted to refuse a million dollars uh, for, you know, kids in Ukraine. I mean, there's um, principals and there's starving kids, surely. And, um, I suppose it is entirely up to them. Still, I would agree with the company. It seems pretty short-sighted in this instance. 
Now here is a healthcare is a postcode lottery for older folk apparently. So a survey carried by Aberdeen University has suggested that older people face a postcode lottery for healthcare. Um, the Scottish Care of Older People, uh, and otherwise known as SCOOP. Um, it's a good job they had a, a pucklet of old people. <laughs> Anyway, National Audit the project was carried out in 2019 to assess whether uh, and to what extent the provision of geriatric care, known as Comprehensive Geriatric Assessment, or CGA, varied across the country. The audit included 26 of the 28 hospitals that provide acute care for older folk in Scotland, including rural locations in the Highlands. Now, the research led by Aberdeen University has been published in the Healthcare Journal. One of the primary findings of the report was that the largest health boards have proportionally higher provision and availability of care, which did not always correlate to the size of the population, meaning there is a disparity between regions. Uh, the variations were found in staffing, physiotherapy, occupational therapy, psychiatry, pharmacy and social work, as well as multidisciplinary team input. So, crikey almighty, so pretty much like the biggest places is mere money and probably better able to look after you. So, well, um, I'm glad the university had time to find that out. Um, anyway, that is uh, pretty much the size of it. So I'm just been out here and now that um, for my time comes again for home, I, then I went to a room as a window. That's just the end of it. Okay, okay. Now, here is a leak at Chlorine Gas at Swim Centre. She's um, 29 folk took into hospital apparently. So, um, uh, 29 folk were took into hospital with breathing difficulties after a high quantity of chlorine gas leaked in Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park in East London. About 200 folk were evacuated for the aquatic centre yesterday morning in what was called a major incident. Ambulance crews took 29 folk to hospital and assessed a further 48 at the scene. Most had minor breathing difficulties. Uh, residents in the area were asked to close windows and doors. The London Ambulance Service said that they also sent a helicopter to the scene. Uh, firefighters began to ventilate the centre uh, to disperse the chlorine into the atmosphere by 3 o'clock. The London Fire Brigade tweeted, um, Update Aquatic Centre in Stratford. Due to a chemical reaction, a high quantity of chlorine gas was released inside the centre. While we ventilate the premises, we would ask those residents in the immediate vicinity to close all their doors and windows. In a statement, the Metropolitan Bobbies said, Officers were alerted by London Fire Brigade to a leak of noxious fumes at the Aquatic Centre, Queen Elizabeth Park E2, E2O. Um, or E20, <laughs> some folk. Um, officers and London Ambulance Service have also attended the scene. A number of people have been evacuated from the premises. The Olympic Park Twitter account added there has been an incident at Aquatic Centre this morning involving the release of gas. The area has been cordoned off and evacuated. So, well, there we go. And um, for once, um, I cannot be blamed for the release of gas at this place because I was miles away, um, namely... Uh, up in Aberdeenshire, so now I near a London aquatic centre, thank goodness, but now a very fine thing, I hope all that folks are right, because it's, um, you know, never you're expecting for you in a place like that, but um, I suppose these accidents can happen, but um, I'm sure they're on a case and uh, I will be well looked after. Now, just to uh, finish up this uh, bit, there's uh, just a couple of on this days, um, so uh, on the 24th of March in years gone by, in 1603, Elizabeth I died at the age of 69, after nearly 45 years as Queen of England. Um, in 1877, the university boat race between Oxford and Cambridge ended in a dead heat. Uh, on the same date in 1951, 
The race was called off when Oxford boat sunk. It was run two days later, Cambridge won by 12 lengths. Well, it's never fair if the Oxford had a patched up boat, maybe. Um, in 1944, the breakout of prisoner of war camp Stalogluft uh, 3 by 76 inmates began. The event was the inspiration for the movie The Great Escape. Uh, a tip-top film that is. 1946, Alistair Cook read his first letter from America on BBC Radio. Um, uh, in 1956, in the Grand National, the Queen Mither's horse, Devon Loch, collapsed after clearing the final fence in first place. The unlucky rider was Dick Francis. Uh, the big writing career after. 1958, Elvis Presley, if I was just 23, signed up for the US Army in Memphis, Tennessee. In 1965, David Steele, for I was just 26, won Roxburgh, Selkirk and Peebles for the Liberals to become, uh, become Britain's youngest MP. In 1973, uh, rock band Pink Floyd released The Dark Side of the Moon, which went on to become one of the biggest selling albums of all time. And then in uh, 1976, President Isabel Perón of Argentina was deposed in a coup, uh, or as the Salem fan in, a coup. So there we go. Some snippets uh, of the uh, 24th of March in days gone by. Now, just a wee bit of yesterday's back page. It's just a uh, playoff likely in autumn, says uh, Clark. So Scotland boss Steve Clark believes the postponed World Cup playoff with Ukraine uh, may not be played until as late as September. The Scots were originally set to face uh, Ukraine in the playoff semi-final at Hamden uh, last night, obviously, but them. Um, you know, obviously, we are things happening in Ukraine has been pushed back to a later date, and um, it's looking like September, he thinks, for him. So, you know, I think we just have to be um, as fair as possible, and just whenever they are able to play and they can get a team together, then that's fun, it should be played. But, um, you know, good luck to bathe them if it comes up. But, you know, despite the hangings going on, you would still want Scotland to get through, but see Wales beat Austria last night. So, uh, whoever wins that, you know, will be playing them, I think. And, um, you know, that's going to be a tough game in itself, so um, we'll see if it happens. We've been a while to go yet, I think. Maybe it looks out. Now, that's me done for the now. Just a wee bucket of stories out of Eustace's paper on uh, Thursday, March 24th, 2022. Um, and it was a, a very pleasant day when I arrived here in Fuerteventura, so I'm sure it'll be pretty similar uh, the rest of the days we're here. So here's hoping only anyway, very fine day, that's for sure. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and if uh, you did, you can maybe tell a pal somebody doesn't matter further by it. If it's uh, only a t- why a tween, Aberdeen and Adelaide, uh, and Aweyan a tween, just let them care about it. If they're an all uh, northeaster, or if they've had some connection to the northeast, then uh, let them care about the Doric Express, and they can log in to suit themselves whenever they went to that be just tip top. In the meantime, thanks very much. Now, cheers, doodle. Constitution, speak the book, the rules 